<laughs> I fucked it up. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I needed that laugh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> can you hear us? Yeah, they can hear us now. Um, I just fucked it up. It's fine. It's the clock has reached zero. That's the doomsday clock. But actually, if the doomsday clock was at zero, then we're good, right? Also, why is the Stanley Parable showing up on your screen? Am I gonna have to? Ooh. I have no idea. That's it's not it's on my end, yeah. Uh, I guess the Epic Store wanted to show up on the show today. Right. <sighs> Hi, everybody. Ooh, that's another topic I forgot to add to the... Oh, that's uh, what. That's why it popped up then. Let me yeah, know. it's a reminder. It's on, <laughs> it's on that next level stuff. Thanks, Epic Store. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, there's so much shit happening right now. I'm going to take that off the screen. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another hey, episode of the Best I'm of Five show. Kwanzai for 28 months. Thank you. I don't know why you're subscribed to this shit show. Um, Stanley Parable is a pretty cool game. I enjoyed it when I played it. Uh, no, Steve is currently in, is that, wait, hold on, don't tell me. Donkey Kong. Don't tell me. Donkey Kong? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. When have <laughs> I ever, when have I ever been, had Donkey Kong represented in, in my background? Look, I have wanted... Here, uh, just so I look, this is not a finished shot, but I'm gonna put this up. This is what Steve's background looks like. Um, so I used to play Mario ROM hacks when I was younger, and they had one on this stage, they had a fight of King K. Rule on this stage. Okay, so, so it's a Mugen stage, basically. Here, that's the connection you're making. Um, but it's for real though. Is it Darkstalkers? It's not Darkstalkers, is it? No, it's KOF 11. Oh, well, I've never played that game. Then, then you have an excuse. But Donkey Kong though, really? Yeah, Donkey Kong. God. Look, man, God. my brain is so fried right now. It would basically, it needs breading and battering. <sighs> Dude, so it can turn if, into a delicious meal. If brains... If we could combine brains right now, functional brains, I think we would have zero point four. Did I ever play? Did I ever brain. play the intro? I'm gonna play it again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon, and this is Steve. John is out chasing cats. Uh, thank you for joining us on this. <laughs> it's not a triple intro it's a double intro because i fucked it up the first time uh but thank you for joining us today on this the day of tuesdays the 24th how you doing steve i am doing just about as well as you are <laughs> <laughs> oh man life like this week like this is probably the first week that felt regular in terms of FGC news in a while. 
but I just haven't really been feeling it, to be honest. I've been so far out of the loop between a couple other things, personal and professional, yep. that I just feel so out of touch right this week, at least. I think we all do, man. I think it's we're all adapting to the new lifestyle of the nowadays. So we're you, gonna... you know what would really help me out here? What would help you out it, here? It, it would give me a chance to refocus. If what? you could play the intro one more time. Okay, here we go. Everybody buckle your seatbelts. Welcome once again to another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon. I'm joined here by Steve Main Squeeze, Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Steve, it has been a week. It's been a fucking week. <laughs> It feels like I we were talking a little bit earlier uh, before we went live, and it feels like it's been a year since we did this show last week. It's man, twenty twenty, twenty twenty, man. Yep, just when you thought you were out, they really knock you out. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk about uh, some new updates for a lot of video games, uh, including Tekken, Street Fighter, Guilty Gear. Blaze Blue? No, not Blaze Blue. Um, and a bunch of others uh, whose names I currently don't remember. Uh, but before we get that, Steve, you want to hit us with the last remaining morsels of what a recap used to be? Well, uh, obviously a lot of what used to happen used to. I, I talk about it like it's like a, an old era. It um, feels like an old oh, era. It does. But a lot of events have made the shift to online, obviously, as opposed to offline, uh, including weekly tournaments. We talked about um, uh, Wednesday Night Fights, Next Level Battle Circuit uh, mm -hmm. going online. Uh, but we've also seen a boost to existing online tournaments, like the Coliseum, uh, the Mortal Kombat series. Mm -hmm that had something like 300 entrants. Hell yeah. For the second, for uh, week one. Every tournament's a major now. It <laughs> feels like it. Uh, we also had the second week of the Ronin Rumble. This is an uh, online event currently running Grand Blue, and they had over 200 entrants this Hell yeah. week. Yeah, this is run so, by uh, Jeff DeHero out in uh, Florida. Yeah. So, uh, shout-outs to Tempest NYC getting the win over Fame96 in the grand final. Once again, that is a week-to-week -week series, so be sure to follow that if you want to test your Grand Blue skills. Uh, coming up this weekend, we do have a couple of one-off uh, tournaments. I say one-off. One of them is definitely not looking like a one-one-off. Uh, uh, on Saturday, we'll have a Uniclear online tournament, uh, which is the Mimas Memorial. Uh, the Michigan this Masters. The, yes, this is a tournament to benefit the organizers of Michigan Masters. Uh, the medals and trophy that we're going to be handed out at that event for Uniclear will be at stake uh, at this event. And then you've got this massive, massive online event, Quarantine rep Report. Uh, it's got 34 games as of now. 
It may have more by the time it's all said and done. What the fuck is uh, all but this? That's, but that is going to be a two-day event. Uh, if you go, if you, I'll tweet out the link to the the rule set that has the specific list for which games are on which stream. But it's it's a wide, wide variety. I know. Uh, I believe Tetris is in there. Uh, you've got your traditional fighters. You've got Smash. You've got Arms. Uh, you've got dang arms. I know blue, blue is running uh, one of the streams. Yeah, his name's uh, right there. I pointed to it. You can't see me pointing to it, nor where I'm pointing to, but I did. Hey, blue, Nate. I want you to name the most out there game that's going to be in quarantine report this weekend. Sounds like arms. Anybody else remember arms? Arms is actually kind of sort of a fighting game, though. No, it's super fun. I played the shit out of it when they first came out. I haven't played it in a long ass time. Um, I played the the ramen girl forget what her name is but she used uh her arms would have dragons and they would stay there and you would laser people shit was pretty fun i missed that um i'll have to take your word for it since i never really played arms it was it was fun it was fun i hated doing like the whole like arm like the real arm thing so i just started playing it on the controller because you know motion controls aren't quite there yet anyway i was trying to buy time so that blue could let us know what his answer was but we have not gotten an answer from blue so i believe we should move on <laughs> oh there we go that's the one i was thinking is of. that the one that's like a shmup and then yes. when you kill something on your screen it sends it over to the other screen yeah it's sort of like puyo puyo okay yes that was shooter. that was the finals of uh the mystery game tournament when i was a combo breaker in 2017 was it, was it the finals? I, I I knew it was like in top eight. I, I, yeah, it was it was the finals because uh, it was actually grand finals. Right. It was grand finals uh, because the <laughs> I think Flo reset the bracket with Rainbow Edition, and then they played Twinkle Star Sprites and Flo kind of got bodied. It was sad. I remember I, I I for whatever reason I didn't remember that as grand finals, but it was twenty seven. I'm probably wrong. I've been wrong more than a few times. Yeah. Never on here, though. No, yeah, you're always right on here. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, uh, anything else to the recap? Oh, do we want to talk more about this quarantine report tournament? Uh, Blue just linked the full game list. Uh, it's in there. I don't... Like I said, 34 games as of now. Uh, it includes, you know, traditional fighters like Third Strike. Like KI, Soul Calibur 6, Grand Blue, uh, Fantasy Strike, uh, Them's Fighting Herds is in there, Exerd is in there. Uh, but you've also got stuff like Tetris Attack. You've got stuff like Def Jam Fight for New York. You've got hold stuff up. like that. All right, hold up, Twinkle hold up. Star Strike. Hold up. Blue, we asked you what the most bizarre game on there was, and you're not going to say Digimon Rumble Arena? What are you going to say Twinkle Sprites for? That was played at a mystery game tournament. But what the fuck is Digimon Rubble Arena? I have never heard of that. Same thing with Laser League. And what what's this other game in here? Marvel 2? What the fuck is that? Who knows what, who knows what that is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that tournament is uh, a charity event in uh, support of direct relief. So... If you're uh, interested in helping them out, definitely give them a check. Uh, check them out this weekend. And give them a check as well, will you? 
they need. Or a money order. I'm sure they're good with that. Cash? Who knows? Straight, straight cash, homie. I want to get to a point where we can put cash into our screens and then what well, I should put cash into our screens and then take them out on the other side. You're you're over here living in thirty twenty. I'm stuck at twenty. That's what I want. I mean, that's just what I want. Either way, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, everybody, go check out Quarantine Report. That's this Saturday, Sunday, March twenty. Uh, Wait, twenty eighth and twenty ninth. Oh, okay, yeah, you have twenty fifth of thirty one, but that's because it's later. All right, I get it. Tomorrow's March twenty fifth. What? Where am I? What day is it? <laughs> Big connect. Sorry. <laughs> this is not. I, right. I was I was expecting you to say this is not my beautiful house. No, I just saw the Noel beats by Noel Brown. I'm gonna say his name. Uh, just type in Big connect. Oh, that video is great. All right, let's get to some of these topics, shall we? Uh, first, I'm just going to go from top to bottom because my brain ain't functioning anymore. So let's go ahead and play this video. Yeah, um, this was Wednesday, if I remember. It was either Wednesday or Thursday, but Evil Geniuses, EG, picking up a couple of big players. Obviously, they packed Chris G on their roster uh, for a <laughs> while, but making some big moves, adding... To kill Sage and Sonic Fox to their arsenal. So, EG back in the game. Well, it's tough to say because they never really left, but certainly uh, prepared to make a much bigger impact in the FGC than we've seen uh, in previous years. Cool. Yeah. Um, interesting time to get picked up, although this was probably already done like months and months ago and they can only announce it now um but yeah um good to know that you know sonic fox and uh the kill are taken care of so good shit on those guys can't wait to see them making lots of content and beating up everybody online um it's tough out there for players yeah to potentially get sponsored but sonic fox obviously mm -hmm. one of the few i would say that has major visibility, major name recognition outside the FGC bubble. So yep. the value that Sonic Fox has is a lot different than uh, the value that a top player in another game mm -hmm. would have. Yep. So Did you see when he uh, when he won the esports player of the year a couple years ago, they got angry. And that's how you know he's doing a good job. Where that counter strike guy was like, Oh playing fighting games, you're just mashing buttons. Not like Counter Strike where you're mashing crouch. Anyway, I, I don't know enough about Counter-Strike to come up with a witty response to that. I just wanted to say that all they do is mash crouch. Because um, that's what Counter-Strike felt like when I played it, at least. But I, then again, this has been a long time. And you could do like the when you could do the uh, the old Valve glitch jump where you would jump and then crouch so you can hit higher jumps because you would like then shrink your hitbox. Anyway, it's never too late to get back in. Yeah, I haven't played. I want to get back on the ground. You know, I haven't played uh, CSGO in a while. We've all got time on our hands now. Well, some of us do, some of us don't. I've been working all day, and my brain hurts. Uh, sp speaking of working all day, there are a couple. There are a couple other companies that have been working all day. Uh, one in particular actually announced some shit yesterday, or was it yesterday? Was it maybe three days? No, it was on Saturday. Yeah, it was on Saturday because they were supposed to announce these 
at two separate events, but both of those events got canceled. So they took it online. And I just want to say, I have been 100% right on all of these. All right. Remember a couple months ago when I said, hey, the next character for Guilty Gear they're going to show is Milia. Fucking said it. This was months ago. I'm fucking, uh, I'm, I'm the best at this. We're, we're busting out Detective Alon again. Look, I was right about Chip. And I was right about Milia. And uh, I was wrong about Faust, but that's okay. You know, we can't always be right. So, so wait, you said you were 100% right. Yes. A minute ago. Yes, and what did I just and say now? you admit you weren't 100% right. Yes, and what did I just say now? Is that I can't be right all the time. Well, then why would you say you're 100% right? Because I wasn't right when right I said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Milia. Milia and Zato. Uh, and Zato, yeah. Um, so this is this trailer, while being the, – the game looks amazing, blah, 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 blah. Everybody says the same thing. I don't want to say the same thing. But it has stirred a little bit of controversy. Um, one of the big things that they were talking about for the new Guilty Gear is that they didn't want set play. They didn't want all the fun stuff, right, that everybody else likes. But while they say that, they showed this trailer. Uh, this is the same trailer. I'm just pointing out some shit. Come on now. Uh, is it this one? No, it's the next one. Oh, there it is. See, look at that. Oh, we got some 50-50s on Oki. Oh, shit. Let's watch that again. What side is she going? Who knows? Right? So those are back. Z- our, our boy Zato also got some shit. Is it the next one? No. Is it before this? It was before this. Here it is. Show this shit. What's what what where is he going? High or low? High or low? Oh, high or low. You never know. That guy guessed that guy guessed correctly on accident. Hey, I'm Hey. Uh what's up, Beats by Noel Brown? Same beat connect. Beat connect. Thank you, Noel uh Beats by Noel Brown. Um much appreciated. But this shit's going to be crazy. There's going to be 50-50s. There's going to be Oki. There's going to be all the shit that we love about Guilty Gear or hate, depending on who you are. Um, and uh, while those trailers are very short, I wish I could have seen more. I'm excited it, for it. it. It does feel like, you know, anytime you show anything like that, you're kind of running. You're, you're trying to strike that delicate balance. You they've made it clear that they want to reduce the reliance on set play on, on those sorts of setups, but it's impossible to get rid of them completely. Mm -hmm. So I think this is sort of an olive branch to, to show the people who love that about guilty gear. Hey, it's still here. It might not be, you know, the defining feature of the game, but it's still going to be here. Don't worry. Calm down. Oh shit. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, there's less of me now. Hold on. Holding. Hold on. Oh, that's why. That's why. This didn't fix anything. Did, did, did you guys already finish the recap? Yes. Oh, did, man. What did... Oh, did I resize the wrong... I think I resized the wrong thing. <laughs> Sorry, should I leave? Let you guys no, no, no. No, no. Trust me, we've All already... Right, All right, everybody's going to watch me do this while everything else happens. Hi, John. 
Hello. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I uh, I just got 6,000 breaking news stories in a row today and uh, have just been inputting uh, code text and stuff. Um, and my like when I close my eyes, all I can see is text slash br slash p, all that stuff. So sorry I'm late, but I'm here now. Uh, hold on. How do I? Oh, there we go. I found it. Um, how, how was how was chasing cats? Did you enjoy it? What is it? Were you chasing cats? Oh, that was like months ago, dude. No, I was. <laughs> the uh, the Street Fighter patch notes just came out. It's like all, it's, oh, it, what looks like a season five point five balance patch. It's not. It's arguable. But then also all this stuff about matchmaking. There's a bunch of text there of of, of like how Capcom has revamped it. And I haven't had a chance to look through it. I've just been staring at it and copy-pasting it and, and coding it, but I haven't actually been able to read it, so I don't know what the hell is going on. But it looks exciting. All right, Steve, why don't you give John a big old smoochy smooch? Ah, beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, my brain is done. Uh, anyway, uh, give us a rundown. Like, what, what are the highlights? What are the lowlights? I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Well, okay, I can tell you this. Looking through the patch notes, um, the majority of them, uh, even though they are pretty, there, there are a lot there, the majority of them are a very curious, and I want to read this directly to you because it's kind of, it's, it's weird, um, but most moves have had, not most moves, but um, most of the patch notes is, um, where is it? Hit, hit back on a lot, or, I'm sorry, let me, extended the hitbox inward what the hell does that mean Ex think about that for a second extended the hitbox it's inward. a translation it's thing like, it means they did the opposite of what it sounds like it sounds like it means that they reduced the yeah. the hitbox right that it doesn't reach as far but i don't think that's what it is oh. um and they they included a note right at the beginning of everything and it says this uh, for moves which hitboxes have been extended inward um Performing certain actions at close ranges resulted in some attacks missing. I have never seen this. Oh, I know what they're talking about. So what they mean is essentially like say like somebody you can't see this, the two of you, but everybody else on stream can say you stick your arm out like this. We'll say that the hitbox started here and then extended. I'm assuming what they mean is they extended it this way. It moves. It means like I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, like say my arm is an attack. Here. <laughs> it's literally like, the same thing I just did. So did. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this area didn't have a hitbox before, but now it's literally the same thing I did. Uh, um, yeah. So, I mean, apparently that's what the game needed, and not that not that it necessarily needed a ton otherwise. And Abigail got his ass kicked. Uh, well, not really, but he got the uh, the run no longer carries you all the way to the corner. It only does two hits, and then you fall out of it. Wait. So if he does EX run, he just goes, duh, duh, and then you fall out instead of him taking you all the way to the corner. Wait. And there's a couple of other changes like that. Again, I haven't had the time to go through and, and examine them all. It's just been a ton of breaking news stuff. So. Yeah, um, so I just saw the tweet from Ono uh, that somebody had posted right before. Um, and I'm assuming that what they mean is they didn't, like the netcode is not any different. They just worked on matchmaking. Am I correct in assuming right, that? Right, that was the expectation. Is this was all going to be focused on matchmaking. Also, is, do, do I sound okay? Because I kind of got a new setup. And it, headphones. It's fine. Trust me. Like okay. If you were here for the beginning of the show, you would not be worried about anything. <laughs> how many, how many blue, blue screens have you guys had? We had none, but we introed the show like eight times. It was great. And you know what? Since John's here, I think we need to bump that up to nine. Okay. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon, and I am joined here by the cat chasing John Velociraptor Guerrero and uh, the main squeeze, Steve Ace King, Officer Jurek. How y'all doing today? I'm doing well. I'm having fun. Cool. Uh, Steve, uh, can you hit us with the morsel of the recaps? Uh, Tempest won. The end. All right, great. And then, uh, yeah, I think I think that basically. Oh wait, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about these. Um, so, uh, yeah. uh, EG signed some people. We already saw this. Yeah, some guy Sonic Fox. Yeah, yeah. To kill Sage, somebody. Yeah, a couple nobodies. Cool. There they are. And then uh, we talked about how I was right, and I called Milia like months and months ago. Um, and there she is. And then, oh wait, wait for it. Nope, I think it was. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Oh, it's a 50-50. Anoki. Uh, there's Zato. Uh, oh, there's... Wait. There's more 50-50s. Where is he going high? Is he going low? Nobody knows. Where the stop blows. Anyway, there you go. Um, okay. So that's uh, that's basically where the show's at. So we caught you up with it. Thanks. I, I turned up my gain a little bit. And those hearing I was a little bit low. Is this better? Uh, it's great. <laughs> I, All right. Um, so uh, let's move on then. Uh, so we talked Street Fighter. They got some patch notes out. Uh, everybody go check that shit out. I haven't looked at it. Don't know what's going on. I know uh, I did see the Abigail thing, uh, and I can't help but think that that's an okay nerf. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty damn powerful. That was kind of one of those no matter how much life is left in the tank, potentially round-ending scenarios for that character. And that's how a character operates, but it was a little extreme. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's another game that got updated today, and I've been watching uh, this all morning when I could. Uh, they announced this last week, right after our show, of course. I think it was right after our show that everything got announced, because, you know, fuck us, right? Who gives a shit? Um, it's kind of like the standard. I think that people just yeah. The only people their announcements around our show. Yeah, no, they uh, they announce it right afterwards, except for NRS, and that's because Paco Stevens is dope and he watches our show, and I'm pretty sure he's the one that makes that call. Uh, but here he is. It's uh, Fakum Ram, uh, the Thunder Boy, uh, or as everyone has like the the what do you call it the the vernacular is the fuck your mom. Uh, he, That's the vernacular on this? Yep. Uh, he has been uh, super fun to watch. Uh, everybody's been saying, oh, he's just a Bruce clone, blah, 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 blah. He's not. Uh, he has only, like, one Bruce move, and it's hidden behind a string. But uh, seeing people pick him up and, like, mess around with him has been super fun to watch. Uh, not to mention that. You know, I, I'm going to I'm gonna say this. I think he was originally supposed to be Sagat when they were making Tekken versus Street Fighter. I've heard that. I heard that that was, um, that's like a rumor that they used the model or something like that. I don't know if they used the model or not, but I will say this. Uh, if you remember his reveal trailer, they showed him as this towering thing. And then as soon as he stood next to Marduk, he was shorter than Marduk. Uh, they have since fixed that. So now he is taller than Marduk. So just in case, (laughs) They made him. 
they made him tall. I actually, I spent like uh, a little while today doing a story on that because it uh, it started making the rounds again. Even though that was kind of a self-contained thing within the first trailer that he was massive, and then when it cut to actual gameplay, he was like slightly shorter than Marduk. Um, and then we got another look at him a few days ago when the second trailer was released, and he seemed bigger. And mm-hmm. then now gameplay footage has been coming out, and and I think he's he's about as big as he needs to be. I don't know if he's as big as the initial animation or the initial um, cinematic made him look, which was a lot of the a lot of the hype was just like this guy is so big, he's, he's going to be so powerful. Kind of when you're talking about a fighting game. Um, that was a lot of specific information that then was not the case. And I think that that was something of a, of a misstep, but it seems like it's all been for the most part rectified and he is big enough to kind of give you that feeling of like you're wielding this unstoppable force. So yep. all's well at end. Well. Um, I will say this though. Uh, I will show you something in the trailer as soon as I find out where it is uh, that has been driving people slightly crazy. And it is where it at, where it at. Sorry that I'm, I'm going to put this up so I can look at it. Um, is this it? No, is this the floor break? Yeah, this is the floor break, isn't it? Yeah, this isn't what I want. Uh, while I'm looking for it, I'm going to say what it is. Oh, here it is. I, w- I want to see him hit the wall. Here it is. On block, wall splat. And then you get to do some damage. Uh, he has a lot of these weird guard-crutching moves. And it very much lends itself to Muay Thai, right? Because these guys are powerful as shit. Like, if you take a... You can block a kick of Muay Thai with, like, your bicep and... Or your tricep, rather. And it'll still break your fucking arm. These guys are wild. Uh, and that is... Uh, that move you just saw right there, the little flip kick. Where is it? Um, that is an ode to the person that this guy was modeled after. I forget the dude's name. But that was a kick uh, that he made very famous... Uh, where he would basically, like, fake you out going for a low kick. And then uh, he would, like, do, like, some sort of capoeira shit and then, like, knock you out. It's fucking wild. Um, so good shit uh, for that guy whose name I currently don't remember. And I'm ashamed that I do not. Um, Michael Murray was posting about him. The other thing about Tekken is uh, Tekken also got some updates. Uh, I don't know if they got patch notes. Oh, yeah, they did get patch notes. They were released yesterday. Uh, there's one thing that's been pissing everybody off. There's one thing. Well, several things, but probably... No, it's one thing. It's one thing. Uh, (laughs) so... Hell sweeps. Traditionally, the way you avoid hell sweeps is by stepping them, right? So like that, since they're hard to react to, you can just be sidestepping. They now track. So so if you're a legacy Tekken player and you're used to sidestepping those hell sweeps, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like the, the blowback on this is overblown. Because, you know, why don't you just block and launch? That's all you got to do. Just block and launch. You're good. Okay. I want to see you block it and launch it. You, well, you know what? I can totally do that because I am totally capable of blocking and launching an unseeable move. Yeah. Um, so that's so Steve's making a joke. That was the response from Michael Murray uh, when people started complaining to him again. This whole like complain to the dev thing. Ah, fuck off. Uh, I'm not even gonna go into that again. But that was his response, which makes it feel kind of worse. 
um, where he just says, why would you try to sidestep it when you can just block it and then launch it? Anyway. Um, so everybody's getting used to these new Tekken changes. And it's funny that that was the response, too, because as I just said, uh, this new character has so many guard crushing moves. So many. I mean, and the funny thing is you can sidestep them. Uh, <laughs> so this, this whole just block thing has become the new meme. The other big thing that I was a little surprised about, Leroy did not get touched at all. He had one change. Oh, yeah, one one change, but effectively not touched. Gigas, I don't think he got anything. I don't remember. But, uh, well, I mean, that's fair, right? Because Leroy was the subject of an entire patch not too long ago. I mean, I say not too long ago, but it feels like it was decades ago at this point. He got, he got Akuma. Yeah, uh, no, he got bodied. Uh, although I still don't think he's, I still don't think he's that bad. Uh, I, think. I mean, if you get Akuma, that means that you get bodied, but you're still top tier. No, and then we're gonna Where find. Right then we're gonna find like the is- Israel has like a Tekken scene that we've never heard of, and they're all playing Leroy. Um, I and, mean, would not be would not be surprised. There's some good. Pl- there were some good pl- uh, Street Fighter players coming out of White Tower. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that's uh, yeah, Hamad was a, a yeah. th- guy from that. But now he lives in Houston. Um, but yeah, um, so lots of patch changes, lots of fun stuff to look forward to. Uh, one thing I did forget to note, uh, at the very end of the Guilty Gear trailer is they uh, gave some more details for the beta. The beta application. The, not the beta. No, the, the beta. CBT. Which got, why would you call it the CBT? Was it CBT? CBD? What oh, is CBT? CBT. Oh, closed beta in test. In terms of this, means closed oh, beta test. In terms of anywhere else on the internet, does not mean closed beta test. What does it mean? What does it mean? If you want to look it up on uh, Urban Dictionary. Hey, Dictionary, Google. I want you to say it. I do not What does want CBT to mean? Oh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. No, no, oh. that's not it. <laughs> no, that is what it is. Google just said it, Steve. Okay. Google, uh, that is with safe search on. I'm getting like 700 cognitive behavioral therapy, very moral. Yeah, that's all I'm getting. Okay. I I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me. Chad is not going to back me up on this. And I'm gonna look like a weird owl. Wait, is it is it cock bungee training? Because <laughs> <laughs> no! that's the first thing that I get on Urban Dictionary. Oh, cock and ball torture. Is that it? <laughs> what the fuck is that? All right, I guess that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> I think it would have been safer if you just said the original thing. Yeah, I know. Bungee training, though. What? <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they Next elongate. On best of five, Elon drives out cockbunny. Oh shit, Mike's here. Oh hey, Mike, just in time. What's up? Wait, we were just talking about CBT. Do you know what that stands for? Uh, I would think of cognitive behavioral therapy. It's the E. Yeah, but everybody's everybody has a good mind except for Steve, who apparently CBT is the worst thing in the world, and he won't tell us what it is. Hey, something about bungee therapy or bungee training. Oh my God. All right. Anyway, uh, hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing fine. Good. 
uh, cool. Busy, but you know, yeah. working out. Oh yeah. Um, have you gotten a chance to take a look at any of these crazy patch notes that came out for either Tekken or Street Fighter? I heard that they nerfed Abigail again. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. EX run went goodbye. Well, I mean, it hits twice now, instead of eight hundred times. So number of hits reduced from eight hundred to two. Yep. The thing uh, about Abigail is he'll always be Abigail, mm -hmm. even if he sucks. Yep. And so people will never, never know what to do. He's one of those characters where, it, like, the way he's designed, it almost feels like you don't really want him to be a top tier because if he yeah, is... Yeah, for sure. I agree. And it's, and it's like, here's a question. I think we're going to talk about this at least to an extent on the podcast tomorrow. But it's, it's uh, where do those characters fit? Like, like, a lot of times you don't actually want, or at least there's an argument, that you don't actually want grapple-type characters to be the best characters in your game. And it's like, if that's true then what exactly are we doing here? Like, obviously, they've found their place in, in fighting games and people have accepted them, but the idea that there might be a type of character that you don't want to be strong sounds like there might be an, like a foundational issue there. And I think Abigail is one of those uh, examples. I think it's okay as long as they aren't too strong, personally. I mean, you're, ne you're inherently never going to have perfect balance, right? Like, if characters right. are different, one of them is going to be better than the other. So... I mean, like a good ex in Grand Blue, a good example is Lowane. Like he's like a weird gimmicky character with this crazy invincible super that you can't kill him during, but he sucks. And so he's annoying as hell to fight, but at least he's not that great. It, it kind of helps the game be a spectator sport, but as you said, if they get out of hand, it becomes a bad spectator sport. So <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep it in check. But I think as long as like they're not too good. People enjoy seeing the good players of them. You know, t people still like seeing Koji KOG come up with T Hawk, even though there's not a player on earth who wanted to fight T Hawk in Street Fighter 4. There just isn't. Like, no one wanted to fight, except for maybe some Blancas. And Steve. And Steve, apparently. I actually like that matchup as Ken. I, it, I, might be, it might be fine, but it's still not. Like, you're still scared as shit. <laughs> At least I would have been. Oh, well, like, yeah. it was scary, yeah, but yeah. it made me. Like, even more so than Zangief, I was, like, more in tune to the game whenever I played a T-Hawk. Just because I knew what was at stake anytime I made a mistake. I'm assuming Goken probably beat up T-Hawk, right? That was, like, his best matchup, unless, of course, I was playing Efren, and then it was a 10-0. <laughs> mm -hmm. You'd still, uh, even if you were fighting T-Hawk in tournament, though, like a good one, you'd still be like, shit. I don't. Oh, I I had some troubles with um um uh, Hungby a, a couple yeah. of times in Wednesday night fights, and it eventually like I figured it out. But for a couple of uh, a couple of weeks there, I ran into Hungby, and in one of the worst matchups in the game, he just destroyed me. So, yep. No, I actually got put out of the last uh, ultra tournament at Combo Breaker by a T Hawk. I was like. I, I should have won. It came down to like last round, last hit, and I, I fucking choked. <laughs> I fucking choked. Well, at looking Evo, at, I was <laughs> uh, just really quick at Evo. Um, I think it was the last year of Street Fighter Four. Um, our friend Tim, who played Blanca, ran into Koji Kog in pools, and uh, Blanca T Hawk was also one of the absolute worst matchups in the entire game. Like he could punish T Hawk um, even after he got hit, stuff like that. I think, and. Uh, and and Tim was running away with it, and then it was like last he tripped at the finish line, and then 
Koji brought it all the way back, and we give him shit for that for eternity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, mean, looking at uh, Finitude's question, is it possible to have a perfectly balanced game, and is that desirable? The answer is yes. You have a game with one character, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. footsies. I think if that's desirable, the answer is usually no. But yeah, yeah, footsies is fun, right? And that's a perfectly balanced game. Yep. Um, but yeah, although uh, you could argue like most people are right-handed and maybe it's easier to play on one side. No. You know? I don't know. <laughs> um, and Nidhogg's another one that's kind of fun. Uh, and it's two uh, equal characters. Uh, granted, I don't think anybody really plays that game competitive. Is there a competitive scene for Nidhogg? I could be completely wrong. I think I Keats had it at a couple combo breakers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, UFGTs, I guess they were at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if there's a huge scene, but I, I think there's a scene for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, what else do we have here? Did, did we sure. run through all the topics? I, I, wanted, I wanted to circle back to oh, yeah. uh, Guilty Gear mm-hmm. uh, be, before we got derailed oh, by yes. John joining in and by... Uh, oh, do we need to do an intro for... We do! We do oh, need God to do an it. intro for Mike. All right, fine. Here it is. Wait, where did it go? Oh, there it is. Welcome to another episode of Best of Five. Nice. Uh, we're joined here by Michael Donkashiller, John Velociraptor, Guerrero, Steve Ace King, Main Squeeze Officer, Jurek. Um, welcome to Endless Eight. Welcome to Endless Eight. Uh, yes, let's go back to Guilty Gear. Please. Uh, because there are two words that kind of set the, the uh, Guilty Gear uh, fan base afire mm-hmm. this weekend. Rollback netcode. That is going to be part of Guilty Gear Strive. It will not be a part of this playable closed data, uh, closed beta test, CBT. Uh, but it will be in future versions and also in the commercial release when it does hit. So, yes, Japanese dev putting Rollback Netcode in the game. It is possible. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I remember when they first put that question on the survey, right, for Arc Revo. Uh, the Arc Revo finals, they had that survey after you played the demo, and it was like, do you want rollback netcode? And I remember people saying, ah, they only put that there just to fuck with us or whatever. But, you know, here we are. Uh, to 20- be fair, Capcom is a Japanese dev that did put rollback in two games in a row and implemented it correctly in one of them. Yep. But, <laughs> Unfortunately, um, the one that was correctly implemented is no longer with us. That is Rip. True. I you know I I do miss that game though man that game was fun yeah that's you alone yeah or maybe you maybe you with a few other people but I don't miss it too much yeah I don't know I miss the online though I thought the online for yeah. MVCI was quite good I agree so. um I also I will credit MVCI with making me learn like finally being the game that made me learn multiple characters I used to be a character loyalist and I would never be able to play versus games because of it. <laughs> Well, it's just it's just the way I learned, right? Uh, but MVCI got me knocked out of that. I got to got to learn a Jetta and Thanos team. It was lots of fun. Wait, SFXT had rollback. When apparently did it? I couldn't tell you. Maybe it did. Hey Google. That didn't hear that. me. Um, but yeah, so 
rollback netcode uh everybody's been flipping their shit right it's kind of sad that they can't get it for the beta understandably so because i guess they probably made that decision a little later than they wanted to uh for guilty gear at least uh but i think everyone is welcoming that change with open arms well, the fact that they so a lot of the times what companies would say is they didn't develop the game for rollback, so they couldn't add rollback. Mm-hmm. But now MKX added rollback to a game that didn't have it. Yep. And Guilty Gear Strive was clearly developed without rollback, mm-hmm. and now is adding rollback. So I mean, maybe they'll be able to retrofit old games. Probably not. I doubt they'll spend the time, but I would I would welcome it for Grand I Blue. Mean- I don't think it's a question of whether or not it's possible because in most cases it, it is. Yeah. It's a question of whether or not it's financially feasible. Of course. Because how many extra sales did MKX get after uh, making the switch to rollback? I don't know if it was necessarily enough to justify uh, the finances putting uh, that they put into making that happen, even though it probably did buy them some goodwill in terms of... Uh, the rollout for uh, Injustice 2 and MK11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, these PC games are such a funny, like, universe right now where Arxis games tend to be, like, two frames faster on PC. Yep. And so you just play the PC version online and it's the same as playing the PS4 version offline. Yep. It was the same thing and, with arcade uh, versions. I guess that's... That's how you practice. Yeah, no, it, it, it was funny. I remember this uh, <laughs> when I was at Evo 2017 uh, and I entered Guilty Gear uh, Exert. They had that option to delay the game by a frame offline. And that was so that both the arcade players and the PS4 players could play. Uh, so, yeah, that shit was wild to me uh, that they had that option. And people and like anybody that was from Japan would just first thing they would do is switch that switch that on. That's a that's a feature in Grand Blue right now too, right? That accidentally can spill out into other modes or unloosed until a patch. <laughs> yeah, you can you can do it in training mode, but if you do it on one player side or whatever, it like screws up one player only in every other mode. Super <laughs> weird. Dang, I need to play more Grand Blue. Efren wants to know where Steve's at. I'm at the other space. Is that? Is that what is that? It looks familiar. He's in the CBT chamber. God, no! Is the no! last is the last word torture? Just let me know that. <laughs> Blink once for yes. To so everyone else guessed, guessed the therapy modality or what? Yeah. Oh, I googled yeah, it I and it I got therapy. Was, uh, cock bungee training was one of the possible options. <laughs> cock, okay. <laughs> Which I think we're gonna have Elon try out on stream next week. Yep. Oh, dear God, no. I, I got a sock so that it's uh, within terms of service. It would be great. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is where this is where Steve's at. That's the... Oh, wait. It I... looks like a CBT chamber. And if there ever was one. Anyway. Uh, Sorry, I... man. We got to fill time. There's, there's, there's no tournaments. What have I done? And, oh, there what we go. I centered I it. What have I done? Anyway, that's where Steve's at. Uh, anyway, let's go back to the real screen. Um, but, yeah, that's from KOF 11, you said? Yes. What What's the stage called? It is uh, the other space stage. Oh, okay. Or the different space stage, my bad. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. I would have gotten it if you said different. I wouldn't. Um, oh. Cool. 
All right, uh, let's 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 chickity chat about some other stuff. Will we, shall we? Uh, so we talked about uh, Guilty Gear. We talked about all the netcode stuff. Uh, Sam Show. Let's talk about Sam Show because uh, there was a small hidden announcement, and you could have easily missed it if you were not paying attention, like everybody else in the world. Turns out, Samurai Showdown is coming to the Epic Store exclusively. Exclusively. I'll, can, can I be completely 100% honest right now? Yeah. I don't understand the hate that the Epic Store is getting. Well, I mean, it's. I think it comes down to a sense of uh, people have like kind of developed this expectation. Um, I, maybe maybe using like Netflix as an example would be something of a of a apt comparison. But like, yeah, it is. Like, yeah, people want to like they they just they know Netflix. They know that they can go there and watch their stuff. They don't want to have a bunch of other. They don't want to go to Disney Plus and Hulu and HBO Go and all that stuff. They just want it all to be in one spot that they're used to. And what the Epic Game Store is kind of doing is forcing people to have at least two if you're going to do Steam and that. And then, of course, there are a handful of others. So, um, I mean, the complaints, I don't know how big of a deal it really is. Um, but I think that's where people are coming from. Because, yeah, look, at the end of the day, in the world we live in, capitalist competition is not a bad thing. Having two launchers with competing prices means it's better for the consumer, right? Or so they say. Uh, so I don't necessarily see... Like, I think Epic is, like, getting the, such a bad rap because they're trying to, like, basically put themselves in that space and compete with Steam. Am I wrong about that? They're, no, that's they, exactly they're, what they're doing. They're buying a lot of exclusives and people want to... Right. Yeah, it's John's available want to have this thing. I don't know that it necessarily ends up helping any consumers. So yeah, you're right. I, but it something you can do it's something that companies have done from the beginning of time so it's certainly not new i agree with that yeah and um yeah it's i don't know i find i find it so weird that 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 epic store gets such a weird amount of hatred from everybody and i i guess i can see like i can agree with everybody being so used to steam being their launcher that they don't want to download a separate launcher and have two things running at the same time because that is dumb in a way. Well, the way, the way these things work at this point, people are so used to playing with their friends on Steam or finding their people to play with on Steam mm -hmm. that, like, the fact that the community might be smaller for an Epic Games or game can kind of, like, spell death on arrival for, for games. But the games go there anyway because they pay large amounts of money for it. So the question is just whether it'll work. And the example, I mean, Netflix is a good example of something that's kind of worked because other other launchers like HBO and Hulu have worked. Mm -hmm. But if you look at streaming, people would still tell you that Twitch is the only place to go and that Mixer and YouTube and Facebook are just wasting their money and screwing like up our communities. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I would almost agree with that if the Epic Store wasn't free, right? Like, as if, if there is a game that you want to play, like, why would you not just download the Epic Store and get it there? Uh, same thing with any friends that you have. Uh, but I guess, you know, I guess oh, I don't could. understand they it that don't. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess I just I mean, don't understand Especially since why. we're talking about a game that's already a year old at this point. It's already been on PC via one uh, strange platform in terms of uh, Stadia. Oh. Remember Stadia? Yeah. 
I, I, I'm hoping that the next update I can play Stadia on my Zoom. <laughs> I had a, I had a Zoom. Yes, a ladies Zoom and gentlemen, I busted out the Zoom reference. Thank you. I've I've achieved my life goal. That's just because we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy too, not because we actually know what a Zoom is. I had a Zoom. It, it was like brown with like a green border, which is like a weird color palette that only I would like. Kind of like they, a tree. They, you and Oscar they had like a brown one. They had a brown. Yeah, that was the one I had. Yeah, brown. I loved it. God. Um, on the uh, the Samurai Showdown thing, there's another level or another layer of the drama, and I'm I'm reading up on it right now. This I wasn't the one that tackled this story, so forgive me if I'm I'm not knowing everything here. But uh, back last year, the game's producer stated that um, that they had been SNK had been offered an exclusivity deal for the PC version, which they turned down, and and now it's coming out that they're seemingly exclusive on the epic store so it sounds like they said they weren't going to do this and now they're doing it a year later um so that's also kind of rustling some feathers and again um we're, we're going to have a we have a story about to go on the front page uh i think later today um so you'll be able to check that out on event hubs and, and actually get down to it but uh, majin tension hands writing that and he's very close to the to the materials so you'll get all your information there if you're interested hmm. that's interesting um, I almost wonder what that's going to do. I wonder if... So, Epic and Fortnite were able to start the whole snowballing of crossplay, right? Wasn't that the one of the first games that was able to get PlayStation games being playable with PC games yeah, being they, playable with... They broke some boundaries, yeah. So, I almost sure. wonder... I almost wonder if they can help break boundaries. Although, let's not forget Shadowrun. The original crossplay game. <laughs> And then there was also a, a Rocket League, right? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, right. Rocket League did the same thing. Wait, but was Rocket League the one where you could only play like if you were if you had a PlayStation, you could play with people on Steam, but you couldn't play with people on Xbox? Probably. <laughs> like yeah, one that, game, one game was either one or the other. Um, PS4 was all, or PlayStation was always the uh, the holdout. They were always the ones like, yeah, we don't want to do it. Yep. Um, and it's funny because not too long ago, Xbox were the only holdouts. And that's because, you know, everybody who has the upper hand wants to keep that upper hand because they're a bunch of shits. Uh, anyway, where were we talking about? Sam Show. Um, I almost wonder if, since Epic is taking care of it, if there will be some cross-play shenanigans with it. But we won't know until we see it, I guess. I also don't uh, really expect it. I don't think that, that the Epic's influence from, from where they're standing would be enough to, to influence like a crossplay kind of a thing. It's one of those things where people don't like it because they don't want this to be what happens with, with what's going forward. But at the same time, if you're an SNK fan, I think you got to be like, okay, SNK probably made a quick buck by giving this to Epic, and hopefully they'll put that money into a game that people are going to play in the future. Like KOF 15. Whether that happens, who knows. But yeah, KOF 15, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I'm excited. KOF is my favorite fighting series. Yeah. Uh, have they announced anything else aside from the logo that won Evo? No. It's, just, it's still coming. Okay. They're, it's in development. That's all we need. Um, I assume. I don't know. I'm assuming other people have different needs. Um, all right. Uh last topic i want to hit on today i guess because that's all we have left unless we figure unless we think up of some other stuff is uh today or uh yesterday rather 
the Olympic Committee has announced that they are officially postponing the Olympics this year. Uh, and they're postponing it to a nondescript vague time that can be no later than the summer of next year. So it's... Um, go ahead. Go ahead. There you go, John. Oh, uh, not a lot, just that we, you know, in the fighting game community, we have to wonder if that's going to affect the Intel World Open, which is supposed to happen right there along with the, uh, the startup, I believe, of the Olympics. And uh, I don't believe we've had any word on that yet, but they've already pushed back the beginning start date from uh, what was supposed to be the, this last weekend all the way into May. And so you have to wonder if that's going to get canceled along with it. Although it is technically all done um, online, but at the end of it, in the finals, it's still over a LAN cable, but the, the participants or the competitors would be there locally with each other. And since that's the case, my hunch is that it's not going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, so basically, er it started earlier in the week uh, with Intel announcing that they were pushing back the start of the, um, as you mentioned, the start of the the uh, online qualifiers for Street Fighter, which struck me as weird because, you know, it's an online qualifier. This mm -hmm. is the type of event where, you know, minimal personnel would be at risk by running it. You're not but that was the decision they made. Then uh, it started to come into come to a head when uh, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, uh, got together and they started. Thanks for they, clarifying what that was, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I thought your version of IOC was a lot different. Oh my god, <laughs> this is dirty. But I guess uh, I guess that wasn't the same. Anyway, go ahead. I love all of you guys. Uh, uh, so the IOC had a meeting about the possibility of postponing the Olympics uh, on Sunday. They it was either Saturday or Sunday. They they sent out an open letter to uh, athletes saying we're going to have a decision within four weeks. And then on Monday, uh, the USA Today had an interview with one of the senior most. Uh, members of the IOC. Whose, whose initials are? DP. Right. And that stands for Dick Pound. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is not a joke. That is literally his name. The guy is literally named Dick Pound. <laughs> you think like on the playground he was he was just like terrifying and everyone was scared of him or was he the main subject of he, ridicule? He's an Olympic athlete. You don't mess with Olympic athletes even if they are named Dick Pound. No, I assume no, I think he's... Richard, so he did this on purpose for sure. <laughs> I think that uh, this is kind of a boy named Sue situation where you are an Olympic athlete because your name is Dick Pound because that could be true. You either die or you survive, and and there's there's nothing in between with a name like that. So, we actually have a quote from Dick Pound. Uh, this was from a interview with the USA Today on Monday. He said, "Quote on the basis of the information the IOC has, postponement has been decided. The parameters going forward have not been determined, but the Olympic Games are not going to start on July 24th." That much I know, end quote. That was before any official word came down from 
the IOC or the Tokyo 2020 Organizing Committee. Those two groups put out a joint statement earlier today that said in part, quote, in the present circumstances and based on the information provided by the World Health Organization today, the IOC president and the prime minister of Japan have concluded that the games of the 32nd Olympiad in Tokyo must be rescheduled to a date beyond 2020, but not later than summer 2021 to safeguard the health of the athletes, everyone involved in the Olympic Games and the international community, end quote. Now, the odd year Olympic year is kind of an aesthetic, and I wonder how well that'll resell in like 50 years, you know, the 2021 Olympics. Mm-hmm. Well, a- as of now, they said that they're key. <laughs> oh, man, Steve froze. Froze in a good frame, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're key. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I wish I knew what Steve was going to say so I could finish it, but I do not. There he is. Welcome back, Steve. So looks like he's saying CBT. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right. All right. What, what what was the last thing you heard from me? Key. key. <laughs> they were going to key. Uh, they were going to keep the 2020 name. Oh. Name. <laughs> uh, I I think the only reason to that they're doing that is so that Sonic or Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games in <laughs> 2020 is not an alternate timeline game. <laughs> but, man, could you imagine being in the IOC and then being like, damn, we just got all these medals and trophies made. We need to send these all back so that they could change the zero to a one. It's going to cost trillions of dollars. I mean, we've Shit. been driving 2021 cars and playing Madden 2030 the years before it comes out for a long time so i guess it's not it's not unprecedented to do stuff like this they make the shirts for the super bowl winners for both teams then they throw out the uh, the losers yep no they yeah. donate them yeah um was it what was it what was the one super bowl where they had made the 18 and 0 shirts and then they tra- uh the Patriots, Patriots. they trademarked it and then the giants trademarked 17 and 1 or whatever Shit was good. It was nineteen and over versus yeah, eighteen. Oh, uh, sorry, it was off by one, as always. Um, anybody else want to say anything else? We still got like ten-ish minutes to kill. Could watch. Have you watched? There's a new Grand Blue trailer. There's a Grand see. Blue trailer. Where Where is it? It's called the Soritz character reveal in gameplay oh, trailer. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try pulling this up, and hopefully not crash my computer. Uh, so. I, Steve? I think he looks cool. While you're doing that, we do have a few more events that were postponed uh, due to the ongoing COVID-19 crisis. If you could, if you have the ability to pull those up. Oh, uh, where are they? Should oh, here they are. Should just be called COVID-FGC? There you are. Alright, so uh, in the past week, Cape Town Showdown, the second event in South Africa, announced their postponement. They are uh, still looking for a date. Uh, that will be announced later. Headstopper has not postponed as of yet, but they're asking potential attendees to please hold off any bookings for attending the event. Uh, 
UIU Ultimate Taipei, the Tekken event run by UIU. That has been postponed. Momocon has been postponed as well. Uh, they are exploring new dates, but they have not announced uh, anything as of yet. And Battle for BC4 uh, in the Vancouver area, they have not announced a postponement, but uh, registration has been paused. So they are not accepting any new entries as of right now. Um, I mean, it's this list is probably going to continue to grow. Uh, you know, Texas Showdown hasn't announced a cancellation yet or a postponement. You got to believe that's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Combo Breaker, same thing. You got to believe that's coming soon. Yep. Uh, Jabali, uh, you know, he's been very, very open about his struggles with CEO Dreamland. Now there's the possibility of having to go through it all again for, for CEO. Mm-hmm. Well, so, the pro- it, a big problem for places like Texas Showdown is most events so far have been canceled with, you know, contracts being in, like, contract-breaking clauses being invoked. Yep. But Texas and Texas's governor made headlines today basically saying he wants people to go back out again soon. Yep. And so if there's a way for hotels in May to get out of having contracts broken, they'll they'll make sure to do it. And that could really screw over the runners of Texas Showdown ten times harder than this. I don't have any insider details. That's just pure speculation. Yeah. But hopefully that's not the case. Yep. No, and uh, I think there was a small Twitter exchange not too long ago with Rick, uh, the Hado running combo breaker of somebody trying to, you know, somebody being an asshole asking uh, in a very condescending and shitty way, like, why haven't you canceled this yet? Blah, 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 blah. It's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and it all comes down to, you know, the contracts that they made with these hotels, right? Because at the end of the day, like, they're shelling out a lot of money to rent these hotels or these spaces, et cetera, et cetera. And if they back out, they're, like, usually contracts deem, like, oh, you still owe us this money or whatever. But uh, I think what's the clause in the contract that's, like, the force majeure? Yeah, it's called a force majeure. It can be written yeah. in different ways. It yeah. basically just means, you know, it used to mean acts of God. Now it mm-hmm. means, you know, often natural disasters. Or It can be written in ways where it's not natural disasters, but they're usually pretty limited to very specific situations. Yep. So, yeah. I know I mentioned this last week, but I, yeah, I bring it up because it's worth repeating. Uh, WrestleCon, which was one of the events that was supposed to take place with WrestleMania, uh, once that got shut down, the hotel said, no, you know what? You can still run the event. So if you're canceling, you got to pay us the cancellation fee of $120,000. And uh, they that hotel finally backed off after uh, it gained some traction on social media. A couple of big wrestlers retweeted and said, hey, you know, this isn't great. But, you know, that's going to happen with a lot of these smaller events, especially where you have postponement or uh, like stay in place orders or gathering limitations that don't have a specific end date. It, you know, it's until further notice. Mm-hmm. So until they specifically say further notice includes the event dates, you're going to run into this sort of situation. Yeah. 
I also have to wonder, say um, say this does clear up in time for a combo breaker or a CEO as far as uh, instructions from, from the higher-ups go, and people would be allowed to go, how many still would go given that this is still floating out there um, and everybody's still in the kind of the heat of all of this and, and feeling the anxiety of the situation? I actually think, now that I consider it, uh, it was like three days ago, CNN ran a story about how like everyone's still hanging out on uh, California beaches and stuff like that. Like a lot of people that are not in the at-risk groups are out and about in gath- you know, gathered in big bunches. So maybe people would. Um, but even if these, even if these run, you, it's, it, they're going to take hits to numbers too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, Mike, you are muted by the way. There you go. I think you're back now. I heard a mouse click. No, you're not back. No, no. <laughs> you're, you're still Pre- muted. I'm you're pretty sorry. muted, Mike. Uh, I did see your camera go on and off, so maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Uh, what were you saying, Steve? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, though. I was saying that there's obviously... Wait, do I hear Mike now? Yes. Yeah, Probably. but there's a... Go ahead. Okay. You know, people are, like, starting to get stir-crazy already. You know, these orders have been in place for in some cities for just a few days and there's already that element of man you know i'm itching to get outside i'm looking for an excuse to get out of here so if the governor of illinois came down and said hey on may 15th everything is going to be open business again combo breaker you can continue running there's still going to be a large chunk of attendees who would go specifically for that even if the risk is technically out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks any way you kind of cut it from this point. Yeah. yeah. We, we won't know until... Sure. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like everything's so uncertain as far as what's coming down the pipeline. Nobody knows. Um, with that said, speaking of not knowing, uh, I pulled up this trailer. Let's watch it. Oh, wait. I have to click it over here. Side games, arc system works, Unreal Engine. So, I don't know anything about Grand Blue. Um, oh, dang. Get out of here, Ed. Grand Blue, the actual canon. But I know this is an old dude who is shirtless in most of his intro. I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I've heard some trailer spoilers. Um, yeah. He's, he looks a lot different than most of the characters in Grand Blue, who mostly have weapons. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits into the game. Um, they don't show a ton of real gameplay footage here. It's a mixture of story and singular moves coming out. But he looks a lot different. And I like that he's he's got the old man brawler type aesthetic, which is something we do not have yet. He reminds me a lot of Jam from Good to Gear. Seems very unique. Yeah, he reminds me a lot. He of gets Jam. naked. Yeah, he does get or naked. At least at mostly naked. So I, I like it. I'm gonna try him out for sure. Yeah, let's let's watch the super again. I heard it's like an install type super. Oh his, shit. Uh, his ultra or whatever. So yeah, look, he's naked, and it seems like he becomes uh, maybe a faster, stronger character while he's in this mode. With distinct cheeks. There's one character with an install in the game right now. Um. And hers basically gives her cancels. So it'll be interesting to see a different type of install. 
in a game where most characters just have a damage super. Wait, who so. has the install now? Fairy. Oh, Fairy okay. has two supers. One's a ball, and because almost every character has like a damage type super, just mm -hmm. like a regular throw it on the end of your combo. And then the two weird supers in the game are both on Fairy. Interesting. So it's good to have another one that's not straightforward. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, he reminds me a lot like Jam, right? Because he's got like the two colors. And then he's got the weird ending kick, the kick ender. Anyway, um, and when does he come out? Is this, does it say on the trailer? Oh, 4-7. And there's supposed to be a balance update for the game in April at some point. So I don't know if that's coming out at the same date as he is or if that's later on. But it'll be interesting. I think the game's pretty well balanced for the most part. I think the issue most people have balance-wise is that some of the best characters are also some of the easiest characters which tends to be like kind of similar vein to what John was talking about earlier. You don't want grapplers to be the best. People don't necessarily want the easiest character to be the best. I don't have a huge issue mm -hmm. with it, but some people do. Leffen was complaining about it. So we'll Man. see how that ends up working out. Word. I have some pretty hot takes about the tier list in this game that are different than a lot of people yeah. feel. Okay, so. uh, well, who, who's, who do people currently put at top tier that you don't? The character I think is worse than everyone else is Grant. Okay. I, 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 my top two is not is not lit at all. It's it's Cat and Lance, who I think everyone thinks is top tier. Mm. But I think Grant is a lot. I don't think he's bad. I think he's very good. But I don't think he's like. I don't think he's anything that special. Okay. Is it him and like Fairy in the same tier? I'd put Fairy third, and then I'd put Grant around five or six or seven, mm. which isn't that far below, right? But yeah. he did, he feels more like a A-tier character than an S-tier character okay. to me. Do you, do you say that because his buttons tend to be relatively stubby compared to other characters? It's partially that, and it's partially... it's Yeah, it's, it's, it's in general, his, his like mid-screen neutral is... A lot of people are scared of that flying boot move, and it's a good move. But it doesn't fix not having the buttons that other characters have. Yeah. And he has no air mobility, and he has no crazy mix-up outside of just having plus buttons. So mm -hmm. I feel like you can kind of block your way out of that character a lot of the time. Yeah. Compared to some of the cheaper characters. Yeah, I agree. Um, man, yeah, I've been playing Catalina recently, and goddamn, she can... Like, her standing medium or her standing heavy, like, she can hit confirm that from, like, full screen. You just can't press buttons versus her. Yeah. She's like so completely uniquely broken at pressing buttons that it's like, whoa, when you play any of that character versus her, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's wild. Um, it's like a, it, she's fun to play. Though. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I think it's a good time. Who are you maining? I play Zeta as the character I play the most, who I think is way better than most people give her credit for. Is she the, the one with the pole arm? Yeah, she okay. has the spear pole army thing. Okay. But I play pretty much everyone. I like actually love this game on like a crazy level. So I literally play all the characters. Have you played uh, any of the two new DLC characters? I'm assuming since you said everyone that includes those two. Okay, everyone but Narmaya. But I do okay. play. Uh, I do play uh, Chaos Bringer. Yeah, uh, how is he? Because I've played against him like once, and like. The, I think he sucks. Yeah, actually, I think he's kind of bad. Yeah, like the one thing that gets me every time is just like the giant like wall of spikes that takes forever to come out anyway that's one of his better moves but you can you can roll through it yeah and it's hard for him to really get around that he's yeah. not terrible i mean he's playable mm -hmm. but he he has some issues okay and where do you How put hard is the game to pick up it's really easy to pick up and especially yeah. depending on what some characters are like 
Like Grand and Catalina, if you're a Street Fighter player, well, not. I mean, you can pick it up really fast. Justin, and I mean, that's a special example, of course. But Justin won a tournament over a ton of great anime players playing the most basic Catalina possible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Julio Fuentes is getting top three or four in a lot of the online tournaments. Julio! Um, a, lot of, a lot of Street Fighter players are playing it, and I think it's really easy to pick up. And I think it's a super fun game. Um, I, I can't say enough positive things about it. Yeah. I can say one negative thing about it, though. If you're going to play net, co- net play on PS4, it is awful. So, so fair warning for that. <laughs> yep. Um, and one last question from me about Grand Blue. Uh, where do you put um, that lady wrestler? Uh, I think Ladiva is really Ladiva. good, and, and that's like the craziest thing about my tier list is I would have Ladiva in the same tier as Grand. I think that character is absolutely insane. Like, imagine if every time Zangief did a SPD to you anywhere on the screen, he did a safe jump. Well, there you go. That's Ladiva. Yep. Yeah, the Oki she gets from SPD. And imagine if Ladiva, if Zangief had that, and then also had Abel's SF4 super. <laughs> And there you go. That's the character. I think she's fucking insane. I think she's so good. Word. Man, I need to play more Grand Blue. I think we all need to play more Grand Blue. I'll tell you what. Let's do. Let's have a book club. Let's all play some Grand Blue and then come back next week and discuss. Please yeah. do. All right. And half of the panel <laughs> disagrees with it. The other half is cool. Uh, well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm slightly distracted because we're also doing the the Street Fighter uh, Amateur League, and it's, I think, down to the Final Four. And right now, Houston and New York are playing. But apparently, a bunch of the New York players are playing from PC, and uh, you're not allowed to do that. Uh Uh-oh, drama. So we're getting DQ'd. And so I'm getting like, hey, guys, we're probably going to be playing closer to uh, 6 p.m. instead of 6.30, so please be ready. (laughs) Which, for me right now, it's 5.30, so I got time, but... It's just funny that, like, we're this far. It's, like, the final four of this, and every week there's some bullshit thing going on. Plus, it's, like, you're just playing underwater. It's not actual Street Fighter play, and I get it. It's, like, we have online. What else are we going to do? I don't know. Maybe don't link up Arizona and <laughs> Atlanta for your free matches. But anyways, it's just been crazy, and it continues to be, so, yeah. So is this the first time that they've used PCs, or have they used PCs every time? I've seen other people, like, like last, it wasn't last week, it was two weeks ago, because we skipped last week, um, but the, someone was playing on PC on the other side, and we had to stop and restart, and uh, it's just been chaos. And it's most of it's just left up to the TOs that are, are running it from each individual city, so it depends on how, I don't know, it, there's a lot of craziness, but um, it's it's been a lot of fun. So two things real quick. Blue just linked the 3v3 list for this Japanese tournament. And if you look at that, they literally list the teams by the game the players primarily came from. And like literally every game has their heavy hitters playing this game and playing it a lot. I mean, like I would argue that for almost everyone on this list so far, I'm pretty sure it's their main game right now from what I've seen. Yeah. So the game is massively popular in Japan. Yeah. Um, and people from every game. Fujimura is playing it as his main game at this point. Uh, Kazunoko, Dogura, and then people from anime games like Fenrich and Goichi and Daichan are all playing it a ton. Mm-hmm. So, dang. Yeah. But... If you want to watch anything, it's super easy to watch matches. There's not a lot of characters, so you can watch the best players play your character. Yeah. Let and me... then someone asked for my button layout. So I play kind of a weird button layout, not the standard one. I play. Uh, 
jab, strong, fierce across the top, like normal. And then I put the block button on heavy kick. I put the skill button on three punch. And I put the uh, unique button on light kick. So I play with four buttons across the top. I've gotten kind of used to having that jeer button in games. So the skill button being on my pinky is like a good DP or, or command grab button. Word. So. Uh, let me run down this list just of the games that uh, people are coming from for this for this 3v3 tournament just because I think that's interesting. We have two yeah, Guilty like Gear teams. Style. Yeah, two, two Guilty Gear teams, two Melty Blood teams, two Arcana Heart teams, one Dengenki Bukum Fighty Climax team, one Blaze Blue. One Blaze Blue Cross Tag Team, Samurai Showdown, King of Fighters, Persona 4 Ultimax in Mayonaka Arena, uh, Kohima Imbu, Street Fighter Ultra, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, Fist of the North Star, Million Arthur, Nitro Plus Blasters, Blade Arcus from Shining, Pokken, Yadagarasu, Power Instinct, Catherine, Kill the Kill the Game, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Toho Hisun Tensu Ko Ku. The shitty Toho game. Toho. Uh, oh, I don't like. <laughs> Eternal Fighter Zero, Ultra Marvel vs. Capcom Three, Under Night and Birth, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Tekken, Virtual Fighter, and Street Fighter Five. Oh, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of uh, people's games, and it's funny because you would you the games that people are under are not like as far as the names I know are not the names that I would think they would be under if that makes any sense. Like for example, the Street Fighter Five representative is Moke, and <laughs> Itabashi Zangief is the Virtual Fighter rep. I had no idea he played the uh, virtual fighter. As is Fudo. Where is Fudo? Fudo's the second player on the virtual fighter team. Oh, I guess we lost Mike. Soup. And we lost John. We did? No, no we didn't. <laughs> Sorry. We, we did? Wishful <laughs> thinking, maybe? I don't know. Oh, uh, man. Well, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Uh, go, go, okay. have, go have fun with your CBT. All right. Well, he left. Uh, so did everybody else. Uh, where is the... I thought I had resized you, so I guess we're just going to have Big Steve for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned to that. And this is this Sunday, uh, which I'm assuming will be our Saturday. Or maybe Saturday it's our night. Sunday. No, it'd be Saturday night. A Saturday night. Okay, well, there you go. Saturday night. Uh, tune into that. Uh, anyway, before we leave, anything else we want to cover, Steve? Or your left eye? Love you, miss you, bye. Good night, Canada. Okay. CPT. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to roll the outro, which is the same as the intro, so you can count it. Whoops, I fucked it up again. Damn it. Oh.